0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <sighs> Mondays. Just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now.
1: Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim.
0: Hey, Bird Gang. It's your boy, former Cardinal Jeremy Bridges. Tune in to the number one podcast on the web. My show, the JBNB Review right here on KSRN Arizona.
2: All right, in five, four, three, two, one. Damn, we are in L.A. It is a city of champions. And damn, uh, tell you what, let will see if the Dodgers get it done. So you know that means we have to be joined by the special Lakers correspondent, Dr. Timothy J. Tinkle III, Esquire, get your lobotomy and teeth cleaning Two for one package is happening. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we.
0: He's looking good.
2: He's looking spelled because his team brought home their 17th franchise championship. <laughs> JB is joining us live from the desert in the world's biggest meeting room for the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast. Follow us at JB and Benny Blue, JB and Review.com. Past content, merch. All that shit. We're on all streaming platforms. Make sure to check us out on YouTube. Got new content, new reaction video that just dropped, more hog talk coming, course episode clips, all that fun stuff. So right now we got Tim we're talking straight Lakers because they're coming fresh off the championship. Uh, I'm going to put this to JB though first because JB, you've been going, you've been talking to our reviewers. You put up a great post on our IG at JB and Benny Blue. You were talking to the reviewers and you were asking them why they hate LeBron so much. What is in their heart about why, what, what is it about how people hate LeBron and now he's got ring number four? So now when you look at it after putting up that post just before they got it done beating the Heat in six in the bubble, how do you how are you perceiving where his legacy is as is at now and where he can be? So like what where where's where's the where's the limit
0: for LeBron? And you're right. Statistically, he's the third best player that's ever played in the NBA. Right, hands down. There's no no way around it. There's no other way to, to put it. All right, Snoop posted something the other day which I thought was kind of dope. It was a picture of Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron. They were all walking away from the camera. If you, uh, you can see their back with their jerseys. And it had over Jordan the goat. It had the mambo over Kobe. And it had the king over LeBron. And that's simple and simply put, right? They're all great in their respective eras. And even though their eras overlap, they're still all great in their respective eras. So you can't say he was better than him and he I don't even like talking like that right LeBron is probably real shit and viewers know I keep it all the way 100 he's probably the greatest talent that the NBA has ever seen all right and I'm talking about size skill ability basketball IQ right you put him on your team and your team instantly becomes better here right and he's proven it, right if if, if him come to the Lakers and everybody's like, well, he had AD. So, so, so Shaq had Kobe, right? Mike had Pip, right? Shaq, I mean, uh, Kobe, Kobe had Shaq. Kobe had Paul Gasol, right? Kobe had Derek Fisher. Like, let's not, let's, you know, Jordan had Pax and Jordan had, you know what I'm saying, Steve Kerr. Like, let's not, let's keep it all the way above. But, like, without those key role players, there would be no championship. There would be no rings with none of these guys, Right? So the fact that LeBron got AD right, he took his lumps the first season. He went, he got his ass kicked, right? Everybody's like, "Oh, watch King LeBron's done." No, he's no. not done, right? He was in the in, in the lab cooking up. You know what I'm saying? He had his fucking goggles on. You know what I'm saying? He had his his smock on. He was in the lab cooking up. AD comes through, right? I don't give a damn what they say. Marcellus Wiley, I, I wish you quit being a hating little punk, bro. Like. Hate don't look good on you, and I hope you see this podcast, because you my dude, and I love you, but hate don't look good on you, so saying that the Lakers won 16 and a half championships, that's bullshit, because if your sorry-ass Clippers would have won, and it would have been, oh, happy fucking day, y'all have been the greatest thing since sliced bread, the kings of L.A., and all that shit, so we don't want to hear that shit either, right? Them boys, fought their ass off, shout out to the Miami Heat, because goddamn it, they went hard, I'm talking about as hard as you could possibly go, shout out to Jimmy Buckets, man, like, that dude poured his, literally poured his heart out, right, for the weeks and the days and the hours and the minutes that they was playing basketball in that small space in Orlando. And shout out to them. But, yeah, man, LeBron, he's right now, he's the third best player the NBA has ever seen, right? And I, I ain't even going to go into statistics and all that shit, but you just have to pay homage to those that come before him. And, again, they were all great in their respective eras. So my question is now, who's going to trickle into LeBron's era and be that next guy because I don't see nobody nobody in sight right that's anywhere near those three right so yeah stop hating on my dog LeBron they can hate all they want hate don't look good on you you know what I'm saying it don't look good on you period it is what it is you know what I'm saying that man is done what he's done he ain't asked for nothing let's not forget and I like to remind people this man stayed in Cleveland for seven whole fucking years with no help right he took a bunch of cab drivers and motherfucking goddamn uh fireman to a motherfucking championship when he was a baby you know what i'm saying when he was a baby he did that he took him to a final so the man to paid his dues right bow rings and now like he said what do you got to say y'all got to say now right what's gonna be the next stipulation that i have to 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 to, to meet you know what i'm saying to become great in you guys eye you know what i'm saying he don't want to be the GOAT he, he said it on ESPN the other day right so y'all start comparing me to Mike Right, Mike is my idol. <laughs> right? Like, stop doing that, please. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think he was classy, not to even mention Kobe, because him and Kobe's relationship, it don't even need to be spoke about. You know what I'm saying? That was his big brother. He loved that dude. He was almost like a boy crush when he was around him. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, man. LeBron, the dude, you can hate him all you want. Hate him, don't look good on you. And that's just is what it is, right? And Tim, and Tim, we're, we're glad that you're
2: on because, as you know, I'm a Pistons fan. JB's a Suns fan. We both like LeBron. And, you know, me being friends with you for over 15 years, I know how much Kobe means to you. For the reviewers out there, make sure to run back our tribute episode to Kobe. That was the first time Tim was on. Great episode. Widely listened to. And it was just a really good episode. It was very very heartfelt. So, Tim, I mean, I got to be honest. Like, in the conversation that we had when Don got there, as to now, obviously... You're definitely a Lakers fan, but I think your Kobe fandom supersedes you being a Lakers fan. Because I think, to be honest, I think if Kobe would have went to another organization, you would have followed him, and that's fine. You fuck with Kobe, and <laughs> yeah. we'll understand the It was like I, think, I fuck with LeBron. Bingo. Yeah, um, I think that. I think that when I think when LeBron first signed with the Lakers, I think there was. I definitely, I definitely wouldn't say you were you were hating by any means, but I think you were certainly skeptical. So compared to when LeBron first signed the Lakers to where we're at now with, with the next, where,
1: where, where we find out with LeBron and the Lakers. Uh, you know, I think, I think it's pretty interesting. Uh, you know, a lot of Laker fans can, can't separate themselves from the Kobe aspect of it. And Kobe was, you know, that'd be like, uh, you know, me hating, uh, Kobe because I like magic or something like that. That's just crazy. Um, but I, there's just a lot of parts of LeBron's game that I think people overlook because he's so athletic. I think LeBron is probably the most athletic basketball player and maybe athlete ever. He just, I mean, six nine, as fast as he is, as, as fast. I mean, the agility, um, he, like like JB said, his IQ is second to probably nobody ever. Uh, I mean, he can, pr- he can pretty much run back an entire game in his head. You know, um, but... When I first when when he first got there, it was more people were saying, "Is he already the best Laker ever?" I just think people discount Kobe's Kobe's legacy, and then so because they do that, it's hard for a lot of Laker fans to give LeBron his full uh, what he's due. You know, and he he he's uh, he's obviously the you know one of the best ever. Uh, I didn't like him when he came to L.A., but now it's like (laughs) now I can now I can recognize, you know, real recognize real, you know, that's just the way that goes. And and, and the thing is, I think L.A. is doing the same thing. I think Uh, L.A. is probably easing up on him and everything like that. But but there's just there are certain parts of his game that you cannot look past that the greatest players that ever did not make these particular mistakes or act this particular way or things like that
2: yeah and i think i think to your point i think he, he even kind of acknowledged that when he was saying i want my damn respect too and a lot of these interviews i think he i think he like jb said he he paid his dues and learned how to be a champion so he figured out oh okay with a franchise like the lakers yeah i'm coming in as one of the greatest players of all time but in terms of this franchise specifically i really have to become a laker because i mean shit even and jb knows this even kind of being here a little bit from, you know, when you move back to the desert and so forth, it kind of felt like LeBron was like a brand of his own when he first got to the Lakers. It really didn't quite line up, especially the year where, you know, it's not his fault. He got hurt, they missed the playoffs. Magic Johnson does the whole, I ain't going to be here press conference in the middle of the fucking arena. That was a weird year with everything that happened before they got Anthony Davis. So the, the brands didn't really line up, but I think now you've seen he's really... He's really kind of, he's like, okay, I'm a part of Laker Nation. I'm down with this franchise. I know the history. I want to be here. I want to win. As a Lakers fan, do you feel like you're, do you feel like that's the part that's clicking? Are you, are you seeing that for, through Laker goggles? Tim, that's for you. Say that, say that one more time. Yeah. I'm saying like, so do you, do you feel like LeBron's brand and the Lakers brand, like, do you feel like he, he's now accepted and bought into like the Laker Nation at this point? No, no, even still without with winning a ring.
1: No, why? Because LeBron is Le- LeBron. Here is the thing: everything that LeBron does, and everything that he has done his entire career has been a carefully crafted um, story from him, him, and you know, um, and all his boys and stuff. So it's like it's weird. It's 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 a weird thing. I still feel like LeBron is LeBron. He's about LeBron. I th- I think like he will throw somebody under the bus to make himself look good and he's done oh, that he's done that oh, consistently in his whole career oh, yeah, but as says,
0: so, you're talking about shit who, who, in his past has he done that recently so, so who? So so okay who's he throwing under the bus to make himself look good if, if you say Kyrie then, then I'm going to get off this phone right now because Kyrie is a ho and he's proven that shit over and over again <laughs> yeah. so when, when LeBron speaks <laughs> about Kyrie He's basically just trying to warn everybody, like, "Yo, y'all don't know what this dude is about, right?" Like, so everybody, David say, Blatt, hey,
1: guys, David is- Blatt, David Blatt, and then and, and it's always seemed to be his coach's issues, and and you know, and he's he's complained about not having talent consistently, and to play with more Hall of Famers than Kobe or 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 Jordan or, I, I think Magic might have him
0: beat. That might be it. Well I mean the only Man. time he was complaining about not having talent when he was uh, in, in, in Cleveland for seven years. I would have been complaining when about that. All, he had
1: two all he had, had, two. had he had he had two all stars.
0: Who? Talking about the second big, time around. You're talking about the the
2: last, the last four. big Z? Is it and Mo Williams? Oh my god, you're not you're not even serious when you're saying this <laughs> shit, You're just pulling us at this point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> big <who laughs> and what? Bro, come on now. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I get it. I get it. And a lot of you Laker fans are the same way. And I totally understand, right? The man has took a back seat, man. Like, he has. He got the MVP. I get it. Because he, last game of the damn, uh, the the game they won to, to win it, the man went crazy, right? So why wouldn't you give him the MVP? The man went completely Berserk,
1: bro. He had like fucking 35. Maybe his best, years. Play, maybe his best series of all time, like of his entire
0: career. That's crazy. You're 17, 35 years old. You know what I'm saying? You can't knock what that man has done. So, yeah. No, but, you know he, but in, 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 in this day and age, there has to, you have to be a brand. And it just so happens that he came to the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? After he was a made dude. You yeah. Know what I'm right? So, it, it ain't his fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as throwing people on the bus, the man speaks his mind. Now, you can't fault him for speaking the truth, right? You know what I'm saying? Like Kyrie tried to run up on him the last the last incident. Kyrie said some shit about him on the slick. He replied, and that was that. You know what I'm saying? So like as far as his teammates go, he ain't never said nothing about Bogle. Not one time. Not one no, time. No, you know, I season.
1: think I think this is a good match. This because I think uh
0: Bogle is uh, he's smart. Yeah,
1: he let, be
0: the of that, he let LeBron be the leader of that basketball team, but he still coached the basketball team. You can see the confidence that he exudes, like when they show him in a huddle. you know what I'm saying, and he's talking to his guys, he has control of that team. Like he's not some little bitch boy that's just, you know what I'm saying, a, a face of the team, you know, I'm the head coach, he holds that title. He really takes the reins and says, nah, this is how we gonna do this, but with respect yeah. from his players, like, you know what I'm saying, so him, him and LeBron have, a respect factor, a mutual respect from each other. You know what I'm saying? Because Vogel's been in the game for quite a while. LeBron didn't what he's done. Now Vogel's a champion. You know what I'm saying? As a head coach. It's like, so they they developed their relationship. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't like that in the beginning, right? Because LeBron's a strong basketball personality, right? Ask Tyron Lou about shit, you know what I'm saying? But man gets results. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to be a bit of an asshole, right? We saw the biggest asshole in the sports, that we all love, and most of us wear shoes to this day on the last dance. <laughs> we, saw, we saw the biggest asshole in sports, right? But he was that asshole because, like he said, and it brought me to tears when he said it, because I felt it as a professional athlete. Like, how many motherfuckers in the world have had to sacrifice any goddamn thing? You know what I'm saying? You probably ain't never won shit. That's your issue. But, see, this is the way I play. And if you didn't want to play like that, you fine. You know what I'm saying? This is the way I did my— so yeah, you gonna deal with asshole. Kobe was labeled asshole. Like you know what I'm saying? Kobe was deemed a dickhead. Like he yeah. was a dickhead, you know what I'm saying? LeBron has been called a dickhead. All of them to play with LeBron. Like he you know. They might they, they 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 wanna play with him. They just ain't got the nuts, you know what I'm saying, to be under his wing. You know what I'm saying? Because right. he gon' call you out on your shit. Kobe was the same way. And the originator, Jordan, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure Magic and all them boys back in the day was like that too. You know what I'm saying? So you, you had to demand greatness. And I think that's all he does. He, he understands what it means to be great. Right. So he's going to demand it from the people that he plays with. Right.
2: Exactly. And to you guys' point about Vogel, Vogel is probably going to be arguably the best coach that he's played for up until this point. Spolster's is probably a close second, but the reason why Vogel works so well with that team, he got that, he got this Lakers team to play defense at a high level. Right. And that's why they won. You know what they can Man, do they offensively? But the Vogel is a defensive
0: fucking mastermind. So he got them to the play. Right. And, 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 and Benny, I didn't realize that, you know what I'm saying, until, like, um, I was watching the game, the last game. And one of the announcers was like, you know, uh, Mark Jackson, you know, it was like, you know, their the team is what they hang their hat on. I'm like, damn, you right. Because you think about the series versus Houston, right? Like, game three versus Houston, man, they start that. When that rotation start looking like a tornado, Houston couldn't do shit. And from there on, they got their ass whooped by 20, 30 points a damn game. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, defensively, man, they really left. Really man, they put, the, they, they, they put they put the clamps
1: on, like,
0: probably as good as any
1: LeBron-led team that I've seen. And you know what's crazy is uh, when you're talking LeBron now, it's like I don't think he's got to the point where he's a back-to-the-basket guy, like, like a lot of these older guards turn to. Nah,
0: he's still slashing and so
1: So it's like washed King. I don't think he's even hit that last section of his career yet. I don't think, I I think we're, I think we're realistically probably about two years away from that. And we probably have about four years of good, of the, of good years after that. I mean, I think you're probably talking him. You're talking about him the way you're talking about Tom Brady, probably.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say 40. I'm looking at the, the, the dude being 40 years old. By the time we retire, so we, yeah, I'm like you, Tim. We're looking at decline probably around 39. You know what I'm saying? Which
1: is which is kind of weird when you think about it. 17 years in, you're talking he's going to be in the league to maybe 22, 23 years, which is going to, which would put him, I think, more than uh, Robert Parish, who's the, I believe the mm-hmm. most of all time. I mean, nah. eventually, eventually, you, eventually, even even me, who who's a LeBron hater, uh, <laughs> you just got to give him the respect because it's like what I mean so what else does he have to do he's going to grab every stat he's going to grab everything i mean what what else is there yeah right. yeah <laughs> well, well, well to your point like what jb and to a certain extent you
2: tim what you were talking about with teammates let, let's go into that because now they shuffled the deck they sent all those young guys out there in that monster tray to get ad they you know they signed a lot of these guys you know Shit, pieces that people call ragtag, like Dwight Howard playing on a non-guaranteed contract and, and bringing in fucking, bringing fucking JR Smith after fucking Henny and fucking Deion Wade. Let, let me, let me, let me go through the,
1: un, let me go through the unrestricted free agents quick. Well,
2: that's, that's what we're about to do here right now. So I want to ask you about the, the roster. So obviously you got LeBron, he's locked in. He, they got the, uh, they got the option 21, uh, 22. Anthony Davis is going to opt out. Of course, all he's doing is just going to resign for for uh, to get to supermax later. Danny Green has got one more fucking brick. Danny Green's got one more year on the books. You got KCP with an option. Then you got Avery Bradley, JaVale McGee, Quinn Cook, Caruso, all under the books. Dudley Howard are, are, are free agents. Keith Morris is a free agent. So are Dion Waiters and uh, J.R. Smith. And then you got Rondo as an option. And then your boy. Fucking Kuzma is uh, as it has one more year. So, Tim, you're, you're the GM right now. Rob Palinka, Fab Five, go blue. Sit down for a second. Tim, you're the GM. You're looking at this roster. What are you doing to keep it at as a contender for next year?
1: I have to re sign Rondo. I have to yep. re sign Dwight Howard. Yep. That sounds weird, but he, he gave us some incredible do minutes. Um, you have to sign those two. If I'm if I'm the Lakers, I'm going like a package deal, uh, and I'm trying to maybe even throw the house at Phoenix to try to get Devin Booker and and, and hey, go, hey, 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 go. Hey, go! I would hey, I would try to hey, go. Hey, hey. hey, I would try to go. I would try to go Kuzma, Danny Green, and anything that you want. You we we will give you the practice facilities. We don't even give a damn. Just give us Devin Booker and let us go. Let us go.
0: No, God damn it. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: but KCP played way better for us. Um, Avery Bradley, we, you got to get rid of him. Uh, Caruso, I'm excited to see how he blossoms because he's just a scrap player, but he you ne- he played big minutes for him. I mean, I'm excited to see.
0: He gets down and dirty with the minutes he got. You got, you got to respect mm. this. Yep. Hell of a role player.
2: Well, Tim. <laughs> But before we get you out of here, let me, let me, when you're talking about, when you're talking about ambitious trades, let me throw one that I'm glad that we didn't record yesterday, record today that's starting to make its way around. Word on the street is they're trying I'm to make it happen for CP3. He wants to be a Laker. He got screwed over by the commissioner the first time around and they want him back. So is it, is it Kuzma, Danny Green and the Lakers first rounder for, for CP3? Cause the Lakers have a lot of money coming off the books too.
1: Yeah, you know, three is <laughs> uh, playing good ball, bro. And he's no, he serious. he is, but he's thirty four, and his thirty four is not LeBron's thirty six.
2: Yeah, but if they re-sign Rondo, that's some good minute sharing.
1: And a I, you know, recovery. I was I was thinking this morning. I I was just, I heard this on the radio, and I was thinking about it. I, I think that. I mean. As a team, you're going to be, I mean, your offense is going to be ran to perfectly. What about on defense though? I mean, when you, when you, you're, you're, the reason why they won the title this year was not because of their offense. It was because they were, they smothered the ball like few teams have in the last, you know, few years. Right. And, uh, so, uh, yeah. I
0: just watched what I was saying. JD, what about you? Do you think they should make it happen with CP3? Nope. No. He to stay right where the hell he's at. If it was me, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody like Bill, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I'm looking for a younger, bigger body. Like Jim said, they did smother the ball. You know what I'm saying? But I'm looking for a younger, bigger body. Uh, leave book to fuck alone. All right. He's in, he's here and we're going to keep him here. All right. Uh, but no, real shit though, like just being real about the situation, like guys like him, you know what I'm saying? Like Bill, I think Bill would be a phenomenal fit for LA. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's a two, you know what I'm saying? That can run to one, that can guard a one and two and a three, you know what I'm saying? So you think about defense, perimeter defense, KCP definitely has to come back, right? He's probably one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. And yeah, but they just have to get like, uh, another scorer for like when LeBron goes out the game and then AD can What be about ahead. like, uh, uh, Joe Collins from Brooklyn? Right, that's, yeah. he's another good one, you know what I'm saying? But I'm thinking about guys that, you know what I'm saying, that, that, can, that can really scrap and play defense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Bill, he, he's got an attitude problem, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to, to playing ball. Like, he plays with a chip on his shoulder. I like Bill to the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? Like, he he's not happy where he's at. He's been in Washington his whole career. He don't want to be out there no more, like.
1: Hey. If they could, if they could get a player like that guy, Grant from Denver too, you know, 6'8", long arms, like you said, just can, can score, can distribute, can, can make decisions. They, they, they just, they gotta have, cause Anthony Davis is great, but it, man, every game he's falling down, getting an injury and stuff like that. Um, All so right. you got you gotta, you gotta just at least pr- give him some protection and not, not,
0: not re- rely on him. At the point. I think, I think, Tim, I think I was just saying twin back, man. I think I was just saying my keep back, you know what I'm saying? To at least oh. one year deal. You know what I'm saying? Because he's that, he's that attitude player. You know what I'm saying? Then he can knock down threes from anywhere on the floor like anywhere on the arc he can knock down three so he and then defensively he gonna, he gonna give you effort you know what I'm saying he gives he brings that that attitude it- with him you know what I'm saying so yeah I think Twins are signed. Uh and like they gotta really find somebody like you said they gotta find another skilled big man that can score for AD and then they gotta find another perimeter defender you know what I'm saying slash four uh, that can run the one and the two Yep.
2: yeah well, that means that means uh, fucking the Kuzma train is leaving the station because that oh, dude has of plenty of time to prove himself. He, he's he's up had, out of
0: there.
1: Oh, he already got his floor. walking papers. Trash, ass, trash. They, they, they left, left They left him. in hey. left him. Boca do you think? Let me ask one question real quick. Do you guys think that Lakers are are kicking themselves in the ass for getting rid of Bi? I was thinking about that the other day, and I, yes,
0: I do. I think they are. Who? Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But at the now- same time, at the same time, yeah. But no, you know what I'm saying. It's about to me. Ingram gets a little lazy on the defensive end, and, and his attitude to me is it's just he. And plus, Ingram wants to be the man. Like he he's like Cameron said on paying the full half. These boys just want to be the man just cause Ingram wants to be the man, right? He just want to be the man. Right. So his attitude is like, Oh, I'm, I'm that guy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I ain't got to play defense this time. Let me get the ball. I'm going to hustle down. Don't give me the ball. Let me score. Nah, bro. Like they defensively, they, they need like, it's about attitude. They need motherfuckers like, like we just talked about scrappy and then they go going to give it to you on the offensive side of the ball too. Like, so yeah, I think, I think they, <laughs> they, they did just fine getting rid of him. You know what I'm saying? He, he still ain't that dude. Even in the waters, he still ain't that dude. So yeah. Yeah, you're right. He's he's got some, he's got some
2: maturing to do. So I mean, look, Lakers are are prime. I'd say they're the favorites going into next year too. But they got they got to make some key moves. I mean, shit. The intriguing one is like I mean, Danny Green at the trade deadline because he, he's going to be on an expiring next year. And you just wonder, like like Tim said, do they bring back White? I mean, Rondo is probably going to be a done deal. I don't see them and uh, KCP is the option. I think they're going to take. It's a player option. I think they'll take it. Um, yeah, but I don't, see, I don't see I don't see Jared Dudley coming back. I don't see <laughs> Jr. Deion, the Harris, you know, Avery hey, Bradley. Bradley. Uh, Bradley, I don't know. I mean, because you can, you can't really tell because he didn't play in the bubble. Um going to be on an expiring. I don't know. If, I don't know if they turn him into something. Quinn Cook. I think JaVale. you have.
1: To, I think as crazy as it sounds, if you're the Lakers, you got to keep Jamel. Of Just because he's, be. he's good. Yeah, he's a great. Because he's such a great teammate.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. You gotta I mean you got Go keep ahead. just on the strength of you gotta keep just on the strength that he's he's there for defense, right? He can get rebounds, he's gonna hustle, you know what I'm saying? He, he has a spark every once in a while offensively, but like I just spoke about, he's that gritty, gonna defend, gonna move, he's gonna hustle, and then the motherfucker's seven foot tall, so that don't work. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: This team this team is kind of loaded on unathletic threes so they gotta they gotta kinda switch that up and, and like like JB said kinda get more dynamic fours wing guys guys can defend the wing and be playmakers and if they do that they're gonna be they're gonna be right back in contention you know so we'll see. All right look that's that's some Lakers talk. Shout out to the good doctor Timothy J. Tinkle um,
1: I appreciate you having me, man.
2: Of course, you 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 will be back on with us soon, especially uh, if they do make some uh, some big trade big plays. Trade we, we'll get you right back on. And uh, hey, we got we got more of the JB and Benny Blue View Podcast coming up right after this break. So stick around, bitches. Yeah. All right, reviewers, what's good? It's your man Benny Blue, and damn it, we've been locked up in this quarantine for months. So wouldn't it be about time to get a new shirt? or hoodie or any piece of merch just in time for football season. Well you can at our friends at trendscollab.com. Trendscollab.com is the official maker of all things JB and Bang Blue Review merch. You can get a t-shirt, hoodie, hat, mug, urinal cake, whatever your heart desires, plus a bunch of other dope theme shirts like the damn Gina Classic and other shirts that you can get made to order. And if you're an influencer, you can touch base with them to get your own custom merch. That's right, Trends Collab does it all. Guess what? Free shipping on orders of $50 or more. Just use the promo code FREESHIPPING at checkout. Check out our friends, TrendsCollab.com, and follow them at TrendsCollab. TrendsCollab.com, the official merch provider for the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Welcome back, episode 165 of the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast. Shout out to Dr. T for joining us, talking that Lakers talk. Make sure to run that back mm-hmm. in case you missed anything. Follow us at JB and Benny Blue, jb and BennyBlueReview.com for all past episodes, content, and merch. Just uploaded a new Savage Peace Theater reaction video to our YouTube channel. Make sure to check that out. More hog all talk right. coming. We're going to get into a specific, uh, specific, um, We'll call it loaf, as they say in, in football terms. That JB knows what I'm talking about from <laughs> his game. That I know is going to be covered in the uh, the next Hog Talk, so We'll get to that. Couple it items is. of business uh, in the uh, football world. It's been a minute since we checked in on our for the people fantasy football NFL.com league. JB, um,
1: <laughs> quaintly,
2: <laughs> hey, listen, man, what? we're three and three. We're right in the middle of the mix. So we're right. we're eight. Uh, all, all about the buoy. Shout out to our friends over there. They're five and one. Uh, base AZ, who we just beat, they are five and one, followed by five fingers equals slap, limitless KB, bridges brigade, run Jimmy run, people's champ, and then us. Maybe we're on a one game winning streak. Things are looking up, damn it. They're looking up. We're not, we're, game, not we're not finished that last year.
0: We're like, we're the cowboys. You know what I'm saying? We're going to the Super Bowl,
2: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to, we're going to get to their sorry asses. And speaking Ooh. of recapping records, you know that we make our savage picks on IG live. Make sure to tap in with us at JB and Benny Blue. But since we're here, shit, let's check in on how we're doing after six weeks of ooze ball and with the drum roll, please. My God, neither one of us wants to take the lead. We are 57, 32 and one after six wow. weeks. Wow. Savage picks.
0: Crazy. That's awesome, man. That's just kind of, that's kind of those, you know what I'm saying? that We were connected at the brain, you know what I'm saying? In, in certain aspects of life, you know what I'm saying? Great minds think I like is what they say. Yeah. Fuck no yeah, it.
2: And it's interesting because, it's interesting because each week I notice this. You and I, you and I take at least one or two risks and mm-hmm. yet we, we both whiff on them. It's just different games. Like, you'll, pick, you'll right. pick someone like you picked the Browns this past week, for example. They got their ass
0: quit. And then. And I'll you know, never pick them again. Look, and I'll right. never pick them again. Y'all have told y'all draws with me, Browns. I tried it. <laughs> I tried it. I said it at the beginning of the season, didn't it? But did not I not say it? I said, I'm off with the Browns. I'm done with them. I'm not messing with them no more. Like, and I picked their punk ass. Yeah. They burned me.
2: Yeah. And on, on the on the flip side, I, tr- I, I tried to pick the the upward trajectory Panthers, your former employer, to beat the Bears. And for some reason, the Bears just kind of, they just keep making it happen. They're undefeated. It's kind of wild to think about. I think, yeah,
0: I think, I think that was more so your NFC, you know what I'm saying, hate for the NFC North, you know what I'm saying, and the Bears. I know you can't say the Bears, so you was like, you know what? Panthers. <laughs> like, yeah, I was not gonna em. lie. That real was part good, of it. Yeah. But
2: at the same time, you, you got you to gotta admit, though, there's something. There's something that doesn't smell right about that fish. When it comes to the to the bears, am I crazy? Like and looking oh. at their offense. No, no, they are. What are they? Four and one. No, they're 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 five and oh. or
0: wow. six and zero, oh, aren't they? So, am I
2: crazy? Did, did, did they drop one? Because they beat the Bucks, know. Did they not? They beat. I'm going to take a look team. at this. Pulling oh, up the standings yeah. right now. I'm like, are they going the so to beat? Yeah. They're 5-1. So they lost to the Colts. Yeah, they, remember they lost to the Colts of all time. Right,
0: teams. right. Because yeah. I picked them to beat the Colts, I think. so. Bingo. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I just – that defense is playing lights out big time. And then they're keeping them in games. And then Nick Foles is just doing enough. Like, that's pretty much been his whole life and career in the NFL. He's getting paid quite well to do just enough. So, yeah, we're going to see. But you know how it goes, Benny. You know, so there's a lot of teams that start off, you know, I say it all the time. You had a spark when you started, but now you're just garbage. It, 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 you know, we're going to see exactly how this is going to pan out, how it's going to play out. We'll see. So
2: yeah, the bear. Yeah. So it's interesting. And let, before we get into our squads, let's, let's talk about quarterbacks real quick. So right. right now you see, you've seen recently these past like two, three weeks, you've seen a lot of heat generated toward first. It was like Jimmy G. And of course they're always finding a way to Baker and both of them, both of them were hurt. And I think that they were put in the game, but at the same time, you got to wonder with like the the Niners getting healthy again. And then with what Cleveland already has, like what are, are they, are they, are they in a, are they in a tougher position than it, than it seems to be, or is it really time to like reevaluate maybe not even more so with the Niners, but like with with Baker. I mean, I know he's got the rib thing, but it's like you can't help but think he there is there is limitations there.
0: We're not we're not gonna sit back with Benny and act like Baker Mayfield is just the guy, right? Uh he, we all like Baker, he's cocky, you know what I'm saying? We like his attitude and all this other shit, but you know what I'm saying, some at some point, you know what I'm saying, your ass has to be able to cash that check. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and he ain't really cashed that check yet. And I mean, time is running. I mean, you know, this NFL quarterbacks don't get a whole lot of time to try to get it right. I mean, some have. Uh, you know, I mean, Philip Rivers been in league for eighteen years, so so I mean, but but others don't get that opportunity. So, and we know the Browns, man, they'll they'll they all, they, all, they, all, they all jump ship quick, now. So,
2: yeah, and I don't like I don't know, like, I, like you said, I we I like Baker. I think we both like Baker. I think that he. I think he is one of those guys that that can thrive on when thing, when things are going were going right around him. But then it also right. begs a question. I mean, look at the flip side of it, and almost kind of a there if they're going down, another team's going up. The Dolphins are three and three, and then they put Tua in at the end of the game, which was cool. And then like Fitz was like hyped on the sideline, and then now he's like, damn, they kind of like I didn't really see that coming. And right. they're going into a bye week, and then they got the Rams. So like. I mean, just straight locker room wise, you're on your team that can still contend for for um, for a playoff spot, right? Right. I get it. Like, I get it. If they were if they were zero and six, and like we got to, it's bye week. Coach is gonna get fired. We right. got to switch it up. But right. what do you what do you make of them pulling the trigger on two and now? And you tweeted about this. You weren't really tweeted. on it.
0: I don't like it. I don't. I don't like it right now. I feel like if you want to mix them in a little bit and let them get a couple snaps in there, like put a couple plays in for them, like they're doing with Jalen Hurts over in Philly. Right, you want to do some things like that, okay, that's fine. But to make him the starter against a defense like the Rams, right, like they're the bad news bears, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's a bunch of bad attitudes on that defense, and they're going to be trying to fuck Tua up. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's ready yet. I don't think he's there. His magic has been doing a great job of managing and them playing a little, a little bit above manage, you know what I'm saying? Managing quarterback Just putting them to win some games. I told you when we did the, um, the 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 preview show that Miami's building something special over there. They are right. You see that defense playing yeah. solid ball. You see them running the ball well. You know uh the coach over there, man. He has a he, he has a vision and he's sticking with it, sticking to it, and it's showing. I don't think Tua's ready yet. I think Fitz needs to still be the starter. He's doing good. He's doing enough, and and, and it's going to start paying dividends for him the more they fill each other out. You gotta remember, viewers, that this is the, this is actually the second game of the season. You wanna be real. You wanna just be real with, the, cause the first four were basically preseason games. Right? So we right. saw Seattle, we saw Seattle struggle. Right? And had to come back and win one to stay undefeated. Right? So the first four games is kinda like a wild wow factor. It's kinda like, man, I didn't know they was gonna be that good. And the next thing you know, you're down by 20-some points and then that, that team gets the victory. Because you as a team maturing, as losing team, don't know yourself well enough to say, okay, we're going to do this and come back and win. So well, that's what we're seeing right now. Reviews. We're seeing week two, basically. Right. And you see teams that are starting to really find themselves and, and you're going to start to see next week. Watch some of these teams that are undefeated, ain't going to be undefeated no more. Right. And then they're going to continue. Like this. some, I'm predicting right now. At least one of these teams are gonna go on like a three game losing streak. Right. And I don't want to say who it is, but I know it's about to roll off my tongue. And I know Samantha, Thomas, Thomas will kill me if I say this, right? But oui. the Tennessee Titans, you can, you can kind of expect them to go downhill a little bit, right? Uh, yeah. Eventually, they're going to stop Henry. And then what you got? I mean, the kid, number 11, is, is dynamic. He's good. But he ain't the, he's not that guy for real. You know what I'm saying? He's their guy. But, I mean, can yeah. he be double coverage? Can he get open when he wants to? Can he burn you down the field? He's not that guy. So, Yeah. You can look at you can you can you can put it look you can put that in your pipe and smoke it. One okay. of these undefeated teams is gonna go about a two to three game losing streak. It's gonna happen.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And then just a quick final point on Tua. Like you said, because because we're in this fucking crazy ass year, where it's like five years slammed into one. People forget okay. this kid. I know. I know. It seems like we we look at time before Corona and after Corona. This kid just got drafted. He barely had a training camp, and if if they did, it was all fucked up for everybody. And then, like you said, they didn't they didn't have a preseason, so they can't even at least get him like on field reps with like some of the ones. Now he's doing all that in practice. And again, it's like like you said, like I mean, look, I mean, shit, JB, look at some hell. Look at the NFC East. Some of these divisions really want to send a a division winner to the playoffs with a six and ten record. Are you telling me that the, the Dolphins are going to at three and three, like you said, with Brian Flores actually building something and them, and them actually believing? Cause listen, certain teams that are shitty, they're shitty. And we say this every year. They're shitty because it's, there comes to a certain point where you literally see the lack of effort a la the Cowboys. You see that with them. They're quitting on plays. The Dolphins aren't quitting on plays. Even the Giants, I predict the Giants are going to win this week. The Giants are sniffing a win, but they just haven't got one yet. Where they're playing with effort, whereas the Jets, oh my God, the Jets and the Cowboys—they're two teams that are guilty of taking off effort. So when you have a three and three team, why are you looking at them and saying, "Okay, let's put into it"? However good and healthy Tua may be, like you said, Fitz has got it right now. And I mean, let's right. be honest, Fitz—Fitz Fitz is the white Tyrod Taylor. He gets the he gets the raw he gets the raw deal. He
0: does when man. he gets he on gets a roll. Like, stick. nope, that's right.
2: it. We're pulling the plug. That's it. He's had it happen to him. He's played for fucking half the damn teams in the league. And right. don't get me wrong, gun to my head, Tyrod Taylor is a more talented quarterback than matching But Fitzmagic sure. is a smart quarterback. I don't think Tyrod is smart. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. No, that, that's, that, that's what you got to say. It, you know, it ain't nothing about nothing. Fitz just gets it done, right? Yeah. Bottom line, point blank period, whereas, whereas I don't think – I mean, Tyrod has had success, but he ain't had the success that Fitz has had, to be real, right? Because Fitz just gets it done. So, right. I understand what you're saying, man. And like, you're exactly correct, man. Like, Tua, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm scared for that kid, to be honest with you. a yeah. good I'm scared for him. Really. Yeah,
2: because, I mean, they, they still they still got to add around him on the uh, offensive line. It's not like they have Laramie Tunsil anymore. And I mean, I'm just looking at the AFC standings right now. They're second in the East. Like, right. I know the Pats dealt with other COVID shit, and obviously we, we probably should have known better not having the week of practice. Broncos still are frisky on defense, and they get in there and they steal one. But looking at the right. rest of the shit, like you said, AFC South, the ti- your tighten tightening up. Titans might go on a losing streak. The Colts are fucking up and down as shit. The Texans are one and five. Then go to the West. Besides the Chiefs, everybody else is fucking coin flip. The Raiders are three and two. <laughs> I mean, they're seven. <laughs> they're seven s- spots in the playoffs. Right. Miami could get in there. So anyway, yeah, enough. About, you know, enough about all about all that shit. Let's get let's get down and let's let's finish up with our squads, damn it, because that's why that's what the people want to hear. Let's start with let's start with the Burr gang. Um so they beat the Cowboys on a fucking prime time game. I love it. Uh JB Chef's kiss. Beating the beating the cowboys on a game where you know everybody's watching. Chef's uh, kiss. Best chef, especially uh, whooping them too. Not beating them, whooping them. Uh, they whoop them boys. Ah. It get, give me the give me the assessment. I know you were happy. You got a fresh cut. Uh, you, vo- you
0: voted. You're in the game. We here you, you know I'm a responsible adult. Okay, so check this out. First of all, ESPN. I want you bitch ass motherfucker to stop acting like the Cowboys just all that and just say it. The, the, the Arizona Cardinals went in there and whooped that ass. You're standing trying to figure out what's wrong with the Cowboys. We whooped that ass. I don't give a fuck from from the fucking coin flip to the last goddamn play of the game. We whooped that ass. So please stop making excuses for the Cowboys trying to figure out what's wrong with the Cowboys and start talking about what's right with the Arizona Cardinals, right? So we're going to start off on defense. What did I say we need to happen on defense? It's two things that I said specifically that did happen. One of them made a huge impact in the game. What was that, Vinny? Well, for one
2: thing, adjusting adjusting coverage with what Vance Joseph was calling, and they definitely mm-hmm. did that. Yep. and then
0: the, the most important one, I think, is what I said. This all right.
2: Yeah. I was gonna say pass rush, but yeah.
0: That'll that that. But number thirty-two has to be way more active in our defense, right? I said that when you did State of the Bird game two episodes ago. I said that he got busy and our defense got busy, right? He's the spark of our defense. Number thirty-two is all right, Buda Baker. He's the spark of our defense. A force fumble, an interception, right? The young man went crazy tackling like a machine, but he does this every Sunday, right? I mean, I wasn't so when we first drafted him. But man, that kid's coming into his own. And I'm glad he's on our team. You was damn right. We did push the covers up a little bit. We play some man, we played some zone. We play more zone. Than we play man. All right, switch some coverages out, doing some disguising. Beautiful. That D line came to play. All right, came to play. Shout out to Coach Buck. That D line came to play. You understand me? They couldn't run the ball for shit. Zeke is a little hoe. I don't know what happened to him. Typical Cough Ohio State cat. Up. Cough typical, that thing up. Uh, t- t- typical Ohio State cat. You know what I'm saying? So he he hoeing it. You know what I'm saying? He he getting tried like a freak of a cup party. <laughs> Andy Dalton. Oh, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. A lot of ESPN analysts were saying, I, basically without saying it, I can't wait to see what Andy Dalton does with all these weapons. That's they they they. A lot of them didn't never say it out loud. Actually, those words, but they meant it in every little subliminal they tried to say. Yeah, we saw when Andy Dalton deal with that offense. Not a damn thing. There, our offense, I said it on the goddamn State of the Bird game, we have to be aggressive. And I said aggressive don't mean throwing the ball down the field 15 times. Yeah,
2: and right? cutting the cute right. shit.
0: Right. We, we threw the ball down the field, I think, four times. Literally, like, down the field, like, deep passing, Yeah, right? One of them was Kitchen Kirk for an 80-yard He, he ball was ball. his best friend that game. Christian oh, Kirk was saying. his best buddy. That's them Texas a boys, baby. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that running Drake between the tackles, we saw King and Drake get hard-nosed runs, man. Hard-nosed runs. It ain't always going to be a-, a breakaway, but at the end of the game, when that defense tired of hitting you, <laughs> with 60, baby. You know what I'm saying? On a simple dive. Uh, my yeah. man, um, what's my man? Chase Edmonds. He played more, right? You have to put him in the pass game more, right? He's just that dynamic of a dude. He's got to play more, right? Our offense attacked, 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 and last but not least, little man ran that damn ball. And I ain't talking about design runs, if he got in trouble. <laughs> he took off running, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He took off running, got that start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mario Brothers, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that and energy, man. We played with a lot of energy, man. It was just beautiful to watch, and it just made it sweeter because it was the Cowboys, and, man. It was phenomenal.
2: That shit. And you know, you know what's funny when you when you talk about and reviewers, OG reviewers. You know, we've been cutting promos on the uh, on the uh, alphabet shows since the beginning of this podcast. But it's especially hilarious when you know the NFL was really happy to put the Cowboys on prime time when they're oh, yeah. when they're when the Cowboys are down by 14 or more. What you start hearing, I don't care who the announcer is, I don't care, it doesn't matter. You start to hear the excuses from the announcers, and the biggest one that we heard, JB. I know your fucking ears perked up is you heard a lot of excuses about the Cowboys offensive line. Oh, they're completely injury riddled and this, that, and the third. And yeah, those things are true and it has an effect, especially for someone like Andy Dalton, who is more of that prototypical, he needs things to work around him to be decent. Right. But prime example, shout out to our friends at D-Line Vids. I know you're going to be commenting on this, on Hog Talk. When Zeke coughed it up either the second or the third time, I think it was the second time when, 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 uh, the uh, I think it was the left guard, if I'm not mistaken. I think rookie. Uh, he was he was the second string coming in. He let off. He didn't. He thought the play was over. Let off the block. Buddha sprints over to Zeke and pops the ball out. Now that was a left tackle. That's effort. Right. Tackle
0: right yeah, it was a left tackle. So yeah, left tackle. Buddha yeah. blitz. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And the left tackle just kind of held him up like ah, I got your ass. Yep. Next thing you know, little Buddha took off. Boop, ball out. Corner ball. We scored on that. Right. Yep. right. So. Yeah, you got to finish to the whistle, o lineman, All right? Damn it!
2: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, look, I mean, shit. I think both of our squads, in a way, were kind of the uh, the Spider Man meme in a good way because, again, I think I think both of our teams really really played to you know full potential. So we we got we got the Jags by eighteen. I mean, the Jags are hard. We understand this, but the good you win thing the game is you're
0: supposed to win, bro. That's just how it goes. That's NFL. You win the games you're supposed
2: to win. Yeah, yeah. You you play you play the schedule. So, but with us. I mean, listen, we're coming into this. And, of course, everybody loves to fucking just waterboard my team. And you talk about the announcers just you know, straight cutting promos and making excuses. Oh, they're 32nd and stopping the run, blah, blah, blah. Well, listen, mm. we've been fucking plugging that hole. And we were smacking the living shit out of anybody that had the ball for the Jags. We were stopping the run. We, we, we were limiting mistakes. And Stafford was being Stafford and getting the ball around. Fucking DeAndre Swift broke a big one down the field. He got Kenny Galladay involved, getting, getting people involved. Obviously Adrian Peterson, 35 can still give you ones here and there, but he, Adrian Peterson was really setting it up for play action and for the deep, for the deep, you know, over the top. And I mean, look, JB, I mean, shit, even looking at the line for next week, the disrespectful again, I think they're giving it, I think they're giving it, we're at the Falcons. I think they're giving it two and a half to the Falcons. Check this out. We just, we just beat the Jags. Check out this schedule. People want, people want to write us off. Talking right. about teams going on a losing streak and a win streak. Check out these next five, six games. At Falcons, Colts at home, at Vikings, at the Washington nameless football team. Or, I'm sorry, hosting the Washington nameless football team. At the Panthers, hosting the Texans, and then at the Bears. And then the first time around, we tricked it off against the Bears. DeAndre Swift, rookie, God bless him, dropped the game-winning touchdown. Mm-hmm. Are you telling me we, we're we not going to be, we can't win how many how many there's count? One, two, three, four, seven, five, six, seven games. Are you tell me we can't go five, six out of seven?
0: Oh yeah. Of oh, those yeah. games. Y'all go, yeah. Y'all can go five and two easy. Easy. Six and one, you know what I'm saying? If you're balling, you know what I'm saying? So, oh yeah, no, nah, it's it's love, you know what I'm saying? It's love. I'm anxious to see what these cats gonna do, man. This is uh but I knew it was gonna be an interesting season, right? Nobody looked at the season the way I looked at it, you know what I'm saying, by saying the first four games of preseason and we really blowing smoke up a lot of people's asses right now. These undefeated teams. Uh, you know, who who the knew who the thunk Pittsburgh would be undefeated right now, who the thunk the Titans to be undefeated right now. Uh Seattle, you kinda like, okay. You know what I'm saying? we knew there was gonna be hell, but I mean, we didn't know it was gonna be this much hell. So right. Yeah, it's it, it's it's gonna happen. One of these teams gonna go on a two or three game, on the street, right? Uh you know, and it's gonna be like, okay, well what now what? So just know this 97 teams are gonna make the playoffs this year, easy, right? Oh, yeah. I don't see it being, I don't see it really being no 13 14 win teams this year, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, absolutely.
2: And I mean, look, it's it's easier to predict teams like the Titans starting hot because you know a lot of what they have is already built in, whereas like the Steelers, they were getting healthy, and of course, that kid that they drafted, they didn't know that, that that's what they were gonna have this early, right? He, he's damn near becoming the number one receiver, so right. and then, then you look at the Seahawks, shit, the Seahawks, I mean, look come on come on reviewers you you know you know we've we've had our we've had our words with ab's mental state but shit if he gets past the suspension no other bs happens if they fuck around right. and him up he, yeah
0: he, he is who he is he is who he is talent
2: wise you can't take that away from him so who knows what they're gonna do and then obviously the, the cardinals the cardinals have the
0: this, squawks this next correct yeah that next game yeah okay so yeah that at, means they, at the winning. crib at the crib Right. I might slide. I might slide.
2: What's happening? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The sun, I might slide. Yeah. <laughs> extra, extra LA voice. I, I might slide. <laughs> My slide, could. All right, look. Make <laughs> some tapping with us on IG Live for our Week 7 picks. Uh, JB, any quick final uh, thoughts out there for the viewers where we get on up out of
0: here? Man, you know, same thing, man. Uh, spread love. Go vote. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, vote like your life depends on it because it does, <laughs> especially black people. You know what I'm saying? My man's in there. Got the I Voted sticker. Mine is on my cabinet in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? I smacked it up there. Right? But yeah, go vote, man. Like, other than that, man, spread love. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't be out here. You know what I'm saying? Treating other people like you don't want to be treated. Live by the good book. You know what I'm saying? All that good shit. Continue to enjoy football. Shout out to the Lakers again. NBA champions Ain't no asterisk You know what I'm saying They are the NBA champions They were dealt the hand They were dealt And they came out victorious So They go Shout out to them uh, Hey you know It's all love man Continue to holler at us On social media At JV and Benny Blue On Instagram and Twitter Facebook You know what I'm saying Fuck with us on YouTube New episodes coming out You know what I'm saying We got Hall Talk. We got Savage Peace Theater you know what I mean? We got all that Like subscribe Do all that no, we got y'all, man. Yeah. Right.
2: No, we got y'all. Yep. Giving you giving yeah. you that good dope on a consistent basis, and that's it. Episode 165, JB and Blue Review.com at JB and Benny Blue. And until next time, we out.
0: Hallows.
1: <sighs>
0: Mondays. Just became Mondays. Monday's just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now.
1: Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase, player claim.
0: Here's something you may not know. Your laundry comes out cleaner if you do it before 4 and after 9 p.m. Well, not in a sparkly white, get rid of grass stains and spaghetti oopsies kind of way, but because you're using clean energy. California is powered by wind and solar for most of the day. But when demand peaks, we rely on fossil fuels to meet it. Use less energy from 4 to 9 p.m. for a cleaner California. Learn more at energyupgradecalifornia.org slash radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by
1: subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.